Welcome to the Reset Podcast with Kirk Elliott, PhD, where every week we integrate politics, economics, and legislation that will impact your investment portfolios and lives. In doing this, we can reset our expectations so we can invest with wisdom, discernment, and confidence. Sit back, listen, and learn as we go on the journey of navigating through the economic jungle together. With another uh, possible bank issue with First Republic, who lost $100 billion in deposits, you know, we were also kind of talking about Dr. Uh, excuse me, uh, Elon Musk and how he was talking about the commercial real estate. You know, that's going to be an anchor because of COVID and it's just now catching up to us. You know, Dr. Kirk Elliott, a lot of people are asking us questions about what to do. And I didn't, I couldn't think of anybody more uh, uh, knowledgeable and important and patriotic as such as yourself, Dr. Kirk. Welcome to the MG show. Thanks for coming back over, bro. Oh my word, Jeff and Shady. It's so great to be back with you. And, <laughs> and really, I wish it were on better terms, right? Because the economy stinks right now. It's absolutely awful. But here's where we're, as, as people call me, literally hundreds of people calling our office every single day, right? They're all gripped and paralyzed with fear. All of them. I mean, it, it's, I wish it were an exaggeration, but it's not. And here's the problem with America right now. And I think it's by design, you know, the, the globalists and everybody, they're, they're causing people to act out of fear. When you act out of fear, you either make the wrong decision or you don't do anything at all. You just stick your head in the sand and hope that it all goes away. Well, that's not a good way to act, right? So, so with America right now, most people are focused on the storm rather than on the solution. But there is a solution. I can have a, a smile on my face and talking about this stuff. But, you know, a couple of the things that you talked about, you know, Elon Musk talking about commercial real estate. The estimates right now are 38 percent of all commercial real estate in Manhattan is vacant. Vacant. Wow. More than a yeah. third. And, and you've got First Republic, which is just the next step in this contagion spreading of, of bank failures, right? They're, they were down 40% yesterday, 30% today in their share price. Why? Because their deposits were down 40%. Massive withdrawal of, of deposits out of that bank. And it's not like they're super small. They're not massive. They're not JP Morgan Chase. They're not Deutsche Bank. They're not, you know, Credit Suisse, which are starting to see problems too. But they're big enough, a big regional bank that will cause a contagion spread, just like Silicon Valley Bank, right? So, so as you look at that, it's, it's, this is not isolated to them, guys. Yeah, their, their bank is, is probably going under that, probably will be the next one that goes into FDIC receivership. And, oh, I just wish FDIC actually had money for the poor, poor people that have money in that bank. Because FDIC only has 1.38% coverage on all deposits in America. Forget the $250,000 threshold, right? They only have 1.38% coverage. This is not good, mm. right? But, but, but look at what's happening, right? And this is why, you know, you guys are really good at connecting the dots, always have been about, about the global political economic intricacies and how a lot of this is planned out, right? To, to end up with a result that none of us want, but what the globalists want, right? And so, so as you look at, at how this is playing out over the first three months of this year, $521 billion of M2 money supply or checking savings account money markets have left the building. They've left the banks, 521 billion. 
Right. So, so this is, you can look at it two ways and I think they're both interconnected. Number one, you've got the retailers of the country realizing the economy stinks. We don't have any sales. Look at our balance sheets. Look at our income statements. We're going to start pulling cash out. So you've got massive amounts of not just individual withdrawals, but corporate withdrawals. And you've got, you've got this other issue now of banks being caught in a, in a scenario which is like musical chairs, right? That stupid game where you walk around and while the music is playing. You don't want to be the last one standing when the music stops, right? And this is where they're kind of feeling like they're in a catch-22 because banks do what? They lend money. Well, they mm-hmm. have no liquidity. They're starved for capital, so they can't really lend money. And add to that, people are really kind of can't afford to even borrow money because they can't really afford mm-hmm. to pay it back under the Biden You've got lowering wages, rising interest rates to slow down inflation that they're creating and rising taxes. It's like we, we can't get a loan right now, even if we wanted to. We, we, we really can't. We shouldn't. We can't afford to live now, let alone pull on more debt. So so comp- individuals and companies aren't really getting loans because the banks don't have them, but they're not really asking for them either. And here's the catch 22 for commercial banks. They, they make money when they lend out money. Well, they can't lend out money. So therefore, there's more bank failures coming, right? This wow. what we're seeing right now with the public is just the tip of, of the iceberg. But you, we have to always look at what's the end result here. The end result, the, the end game is a central bank digital currency, right? Just, just three days ago, the World Bank unleashed their central bank digital currency, the Unicoin, Right. So so we've got the Fed now app, which is which is the it's not the Fed now app is not a central bank digital currency. The central bank digital currency is a central bank digital currency. The Fed now app is the conduit from you and your money over the phone to the central bank digital currency repository. They started unleashing this in the first week of April to be released in July to the masses. Right. So they're using like four large money center banks right now. Wells Fargo. HSB and a couple others to actually get this to their customers. But in a, in a March 15th memorandum from the federal reserve board of governors, they, to, to the, to the world, right? This is just their notes. It's like, okay, everybody who is a bank, small, medium, large, if you want to release this to your customers, help us out. Let's get some momentum here. Right? So they, they don't want to rely on just the big boys. They want to rely on the small ones too. But in the banking world right now, there's a ton of consolidation. The medium banks are buying the small ones. The big banks are buying the medium ones. Because when you change currency systems like what they want, right? And there is, there is hope in all of this when I'm done with this story, right? So what they actually want is not really what they're going to get, right? Because, because it's going to backfire on them. But, but here's where, where it's hard to corral the masses. If you've got thousands and thousands of banks and credit unions to get them all to comply, that's pretty tough. But what if it's consolidated into six or seven? Because all the big banks are buying the medium banks, the medium banks are buying the small banks. Well, that's pretty easy. Well, then that's even easier to filter into a world bank, central bank digital currency that, that is you know, the unicorn, right? It's like, okay, that they're making it. You can connect some of these dots and make it look pretty easy. But but let's view what is, what is their marketing gig? What is their PR that they have to overcome? So let's ask a question. Right now, how many people trust the government? 
can't say it's very many, right? How many <laughs> people trust banks? I mean, I can't really say that many people trust banks right now with everything that's going on. So why would you trust a digital bank run by the government? Okay, that's hard. But add, add this one extra element to it. Last three or four months ago, Dr. Pippa Malmgren, basically the chief global economist for the World Economic Forum, made an announcement at the World Government Forum in Abu Dhabi. And she said, central bank digital currency is coming. And it's going to be programmable money, which means it's attached to your digital social profile. If we don't like you or what you say, then then we'll be able to cut you off from buying or selling. So they expect us to like a government-run digital bank that has the ability to cut us off from buying or selling if they don't like us. Really? I mean, this is really sounds like a good idea for a lot of people. It won't be. So how do they force compliance? Well, let's look at Nigeria has done recently. So Nigeria, small little backward African country, right? Well, months ago, they had 0.5% adherence or adoption into their central bank digital currency that they're unloading. Now it's 60%. How in the world they go from 0.5% to 60% adoption? This is the sick, evil, twisted answer. They're starving out their population. They're starving them out. Because in Nigeria, you need 40, they need $40 a week to live. So what did they say? They, they limited cash withdrawals out of the bank to $40 a month, a month, unless they go into the central bank digital currency, then they have access to this, this credit and, and debit system. So they're forcing people to basically go into their system or else just starve. That's evil. I mean, this takes away people's one of their fundamental rights um, and freedoms is how to spend their money the way that they want to, that they work so hard to earn. So so let's apply that to us. It's like, well, Kirk, we're, we're not Nigeria. We're United States of America for crying out loud. OK, so if it's if it's a the Fed now app, your conduit from you and your money to the central bank digital currency that they have the ability to cut you off from buying or selling. If your carbon footprint is too big and they don't like you. It's like, hey, Jeff, you have a big truck. It only gets eight miles per gallon. Shame on you. We're not going to let you buy gas anymore. Or Shady, you got to stop eating a Taco Bell four nights a week, right? Because (laughs) because there don't you know that there's a global health crisis? What if your cholesterol is too high? And it's like, you can't do that. We're just going to cut you off because your health passport is going to be attached to your digital social profile. And they're going to know everything about you, right? So so here's where they could say, all right, all government employees, everybody on a, on a pension, everyone on Social Security, if you want to keep getting your payments, you got to go into the central bank digital currency system, right? Just apply it to us what happened in Nigeria. See, this is the plan, but we have to remember one thing. The people bringing in the new system are the same ones that have the old one. Right. right? They're the same ones. Going from a, a paper currency that's private like if you were to go to a farmer's market, if you were to go to a grocery store, a gas station, any place and use cash, it's not really trackable, right? It's a private transaction. They don't like that because they want to know everything about you because they want to be able to control you. If you want to control a person, you control what they buy or sell, and then you control that person, right? So this is what this is all about. It's not about fixing a broken system. It's about controlling the masses. And this is the mm-hmm. best way to do it. But who would buy into this horrible system 
government-run bank that has the ability to cut you off from buying or selling unless there's a crisis that's so bad that now people will willingly give up their freedoms in exchange for this, just like they did in Nigeria. It's like, we, we got to eat. All right, we'll, we'll take it. I mean, I, I don't... I don't care if it's the mark of the beast or I don't care if I'm, I'm a, the biggest libertarian in the world. And this is this is like complete loss of freedom and spyware on our bank account. Like, oh, well, if we can't feed our kids, we'll, we'll just take it. Just give it to us. Right. This is how people sometimes think. So so this is this is their plan. But but part of of the bank, the money, M2 money supply coming down, which is what we're seeing with First Republic, too many withdrawals. Right. So. So the 520 something billion in the first three months of this year, there's still nine months left, right? So um, that's not just people withdrawing. That's pulling money out of the system because you can't have a digital version and a, and a private version of paper money basically at the same time. They need to get rid of the paper version for theirs to really be successful. So they're just pulling money out. They're just simply pulling money out. And last year, it was it was five hundred billion that they took out. So we're we're over a trillion dollars of cash over the last six months has been taken out of the system, right? And that's going to continue on as we march down this road to serfdom and being a digital slave in their digital world that they're trying to create, right? So so here's where now there's buyer's remorse starting to happen from Elon Musk and from the CEO of Google. And from Steve Wozniak, one of the founders of Apple, right, where they're talking about open artificial intelligence and, and chat GPT. It's like, what is this? I mean, they're looking at this as, oh, this is going to be great because we can train computers to do people's jobs. Right. So so they cost, it's not just customer service. These computers are so smart with this open artificial intelligence. I, I heard the creepiest podcast ever a few days ago, Joe Rogan where it wasn't Joe Rogan. It yeah, was digital synthesis yeah. his voice. They did a whole open artificial intelligence. Yeah, a whole episode, and you couldn't tell the difference. It's like, what? This is, this is creepy, right? Because these computers can actually write a screenplay. They could write a script for a film. They could actually be lawyers. Imagine a computer as a lawyer that has every case ever written at their disposal. They take a few keywords. It's like, Phew. They put together a rock solid defense, right? Or, or accounting, all these jobs or customer service jobs, they will go away. So the estimates now are within the next five years, 20% of all jobs globally will be replaced by computers. 20%. Yep. So, so you've got these champions of industry like Steve Jobs, you know, not Steve Jobs, Steve Wozniak at Apple and, and the head of Google and, and even Elon Musk, you know, who invested into this. And now they're thinking, oh, crap. This is like, this could be really bad for society, right? Which is what all three of them have now said. Elon Musk even said, we got to put a pause on the development of this stuff. Just, we have to catch up. We have, we, I don't think we really understand the ramifications of society because I mean, people that are business owners thinking this is great. We don't have to pay a computer. We don't have benefits for a computer. We can't be sued by a computer. This is going to be awesome especially if they're smarter than humans. No, they're not. God created us differently. He created us not with just a brain, but with a heart, with a soul, with intuition. When was the last time one of you guys made a decision that didn't make financial sense? But it's like, I got this gut feeling, 
right? And it turned out to be this amazing decision. That's the one thing that computers don't have. But they're going to be the ones, the computers are the community of the ones based on some algorithm that some guy is, or gal is, is programming them to make a decision based on our digital social profile, whether we can buy or sell. So, so companies are going to kind of like this, thinking we don't have to pay a computer. This is awesome. Our, our payroll is going to go way down. But what is it going to be a drag on? Governments? Imagine one-fifth of the world's population going to the government wanting unemployment benefits or now wanting Social Security, wanting something because they no longer have a job. Well, no wonder the global elites for years have been po- talking about population reduction and, and what yep. that, that creepy scientist from the World Economic Forum has said, uh, you know, basically everybody in Africa and most people are just wor- are worthless eaters. It's like, what are we going to do with these worthless eaters, right? It's like, well, yeah, they don't need them if they're replaced by computers. They just want the, the elite around the world. This is the system that we are living in right now. This isn't Hunger Games. This isn't some dystopian movie we're talking about. It's happening right now, happening. right underneath our nose. So, so how Dr. do we Kirk, then protect and preserve yeah. against this nonsense? Dr. Kirk, let me, let me real quick, because we're going to be leaving Brighton.tv here in about two minutes. Uh, it's, it's Kirk Elliott, PhD, K-I-R-K Elliott, E-L-L-I-O-T-T, PhD.com slash M-G for Matrix Groove. Uh, or you can call. I want to make sure that they get the number and they'll come come uh, watch the interview on rumble.com slash MG show. Uh, 720-605-3900, 720-605-3900. Just tell them Matrix and Shady MG show sent you. Uh, and also you can go over to the website right here. Uh, this is com slash MG. You can watch a little video here. You can uh, check out what the next steps are and sign up for the email. Uh, even if you're not ready or just thinking about it, you know, what kind of uh, accounts do you have questions about? Put a little information and it will start your journey into understanding what Dr. Kirk Elliott has to offer. Uh, go forward, um, sir. I'm sorry. I just wanted to make sure Brighton.tv had your information. Absolutely do that because, because we can set up a strategy for success moving forward where you can thrive in this environment. We just talked about a lot of dark, nasty stuff. But what's happened to silver over the last two and a half weeks? up 21%. What's happened to silver over the last six months, up 42%. What's happened to silver over the last three years, up 110%. So when people are concerned about their bonds collapsing, their stocks collapsing, things are thriving. You can thrive, you can grow. And I'm talking about physical silver that we can allocate into to actually have a smile on your face and counterbalance this horrible stuff and be in the right place at the right time and take advantage of these trends and we'll set up a strategy for success for you. That's what these free consultations are all about. Yeah, and they're wonderful. We actually had uh, someone um, when we our first uh, opportunity with you. I kind of monitored it with uh, Anna, and she she got silver. That was what two years ago. So she's doing fine, isn't she? I mean, you know, uh, with with silver. And guys, if you have an IRA, you can you know go with Dr. Kirk to find the strategy to, to turn it into silver. You know, I, I can't thank you enough for what you've done for, uh, we've gotten a lot of great feedback from people that have used your services, Dr. Kirk, and I cannot thank you enough. Well, thank you so much. It's absolutely my pleasure. And uh, if anybody needs any help, just give us a call. We'll help navigate through this together and, and get together. through this and actually win and thrive. 
And Dr. Kirk Elliott, just uh, 246, last final words. What, if somebody contacts you, you know, uh, for a free consultation, what do they get? So you'll get, you'll talk to one of my schedulers. We have like 15 of them. (laughs) And they'll ask you some questions. It's like, yeah, it's like, what, what, what was it that Jeff and Shady and Kirk were saying that caused you to want to reach out? Do you have these IRAs? Do you have these 401ks? Do you have these 403Bs? Answer those questions. And then they'll get you on with myself or one of my advisors where we'll dig deeper and then we'll strategize moving forward how to move those assets out of toxic paper assets into tangible assets in literally 70% of our businesses with IRAs. People don't realize that you can put physical silver, thousand ounce bars, hundred ounce bars into an IRA, but you can, right? So, so this is how it will look. We'll, we'll get scheduled. We'll talk about it. And then we hold your hand through that process, make it happen to make the transition easy, the burden light, and the rest is history as we walk through this with you. You know, Dr. Kirk, I remember you had one scheduler when we first started with you three, four years. I don't even know how long. Uh, God bless you. God bless your team. Dr. Kirk Elliott, KirkElliottPhD.com or call the number. Uh, It is, oh, let me grab it. It's 720-605-3900. 720-605-3900. And make sure you let them know that Matrix and Shady sent you to the MG show. Dr. Kirk Elliott, thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule, sir. It's my pleasure. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you, sir. All right, Kurt. Wow. Thank you. Wow. Thank you for listening to Reset with Kirk Elliott, PhD. Every week, our goal is to increase your knowledge and help melt away any financial anxiety and stress that causes inaction. In any economy and with any presidential administration, there are things we can do to thrive and not just survive. Thanks for going on this journey with us. We look forward to our next time together on the next installment of Reset with Kirk Elliott, Ph.D. If you have any questions, call us at 720-605-3900 or simply email us at info at kirkelliottphd.com.